0: lot of my patients my big thing is uh, it goes with the team aspect of I really want my patients to have the right um, care and course of treatment at the right time with the right practitioner and sometimes we have to you know let's go to the medical doctor get that antibiotic to kill that infection that you have and then come back to me and we'll recolonize your gut and make sure your nervous system is in check and and it's a it's a team effort but it's all the the right care at the right time with the right practitioner Um, exactly and sometimes that's not me sometimes i refer them out and that's that's okay because it's not it's not about me taking charge of anyone's health it's about getting these people On the right path to to help heal themselves.
1: Hi everyone, Nicolette Richet here, your host of the Eat Real to Heal podcast, where we bring you stories of healing from healing heroes and wellness warriors who have gone through the trials and tribulations, the learnings, the discoveries, everything that really entails choosing the right path for your health. We bring you their stories so you can learn from them so you don't need to reinvent the wheel. We also bring you the knowledge and the science from medical doctors and other healthcare practitioners and the scientists that are out there who can shed light on all of the missing information that is all mumbled and jumbled on the internet, making it hard for us to know what step forward to take with our health. So thanks for being here with us. It is right now when I am recording this intro for this show. It is May twelfth, and we just received word in British Columbia that there is going to be opening up of the province. We can gather gather in groups of six, and not more. But as the world starts to open up from COVID, it's really important for people to understand that they still need to take care. And yes, you're going to be interacting with people. So for sure, continue to wash your hands as you probably should have been doing prior to COVID. Continue to cough into your elbow as you should have been doing even before COVID. But not only that, remember that food is medicine. Remember that sleep is medicine, that the right mindset is medicine and continue to practice those things vigorously, rigorously. Just as you were probably doing while you were in isolation, but don't let that slide just because we've been told by our governments that we can go back to potentially not business as usual, it's going to be a new normal. But you know, we can forget the gifts that we've gained during this time, and you don't want to lose those daily practices, daily habits that you have been starting or wanting to start. You want to continue with that more than ever because of the fact that there's always going to be another COVID. There's always going to be another catastrophe. And the world is still battling climate change. Our planet is still in potential peril if we humans don't change our behaviors. So we've been given this gift of time over the last eight weeks. So let's not squander it by going back to, you know, Partying at the lakes and you know, consuming foods that you know we normally wouldn't have consumed. If you developed cooking techniques, share those cooking techniques on how to cook plant-based whole foods with your friends, with your neighbors, with you know strangers, even. Think about the work that you want to be doing in this world, and ask yourself, is it meaningful work? Is it work that is actually going to make a difference in this world? Is it work that is giving? back to humanity, back to our societies, back to the planet, tenfold, twofold, fivefold. It doesn't matter what it is, but you have the opportunity, you have the choice, you have the ability to make decisions that are going to better the lives of everyone and anything around you. And that even might mean benefiting the pavement the stone a building it could be benefiting a tree the soil the grass that you walk on it really could mean benefiting anything and anyone so go out into this world as you know all the things that have been holding us back from connecting with others as the world opens up go into this world wanting to be of service to others As you are of service to yourself. So, what I mean by that is, and I know that I could be the biggest hypocrite when it comes to this, but we need to put the life mask, the oxygen mask on ourselves for sure. We need to do that first. So, make sure you are eating well, make sure you are thinking well, make sure you are living a wholesome, good life, but also look to the person beside you. It could be your child your partner, your parent, your grandparent, your neighbor, but see how you can help them put the oxygen mask on themselves as well. It is so important that we do that that we continue to look out for each other as we go back to, you know, our world as maybe we used to know it, even though I 100% know it won't be that, but it might feel like that as you jump back into the rat race and keeping up with the joneses and know that it doesn't have to be that way because Really, the way you want to live your life, it is 100% the direct result of the values that you hold, the principles that you have, the vision that you have for your existence on this planet. It's really up to you to create the life that you want to have. So go out there and start doing that with the thoughts that you have right now and the actions that are going to stem from those thoughts that are circulating inside of you. So. As we move forward into this podcast, I just want to say how excited I am to be able to bring on Dr. Brandy Benson onto our show. I have been doing chiropractic care, you know, as you'll learn since I was in a very terrible car accident with my husband when we first met. And if it wasn't for chiropractic care, there's no way I would be here today delivering these, you know, stories of hope and healing, bringing on these incredible guests like Dr. Benson, if it wasn't for chiropractic care. So with all the clients that I've been able to help over, you know, over more than a decade of doing work in regenerative medicine and food as medicine. I have come across so many people who don't know what chiropractic care is. They don't know how it can benefit your body and your mind and your soul and your spirit. They don't know that chiropractic care is safe. They don't know that it's been around longer than medicine. They don't know and they don't understand that you can use chiropractic care for your babies. And instead I see so many mothers suffering with colic and with constipation in their babies and suffering from all of these things that we're being told by our medical doctors you know, can be treated through medicine when in fact they can't because if structurally your child and your baby is not aligned, it's going to be really hard to support your baby in other ways. And so it doesn't have to be that way. If we can get the message out there that chiropractic care is actually a practice with evidence-based science and medicine around it, that it's been around longer than our current existing medical um, practice as we know it and our existing medical system as we've been told that it is supposed to be that way, well, you might actually then decide to give chiropractic care a try. And you can stop saying things like, well, everybody told me I should go see a chiropractor, but meanwhile, you don't do anything about it because you have this worldview of about what chiropractic care is, which might actually be incorrect. So as we dive into this podcast, please know that chiropractic care is safe and it is effective. And it is literally the difference between chronic pain and no pain, the difference between acute pain and zero pain, the difference between a healthy brain and having a brain that is not functioning optimally because of the fact that your neurological system is not connecting. Your nerves are not connecting from the brain to the body in the way that they should. So learn as much as you can. Don't just take it from myself and Dr. Brandi Benson, who's about to be on the show here, go out there and experiment with it. You can find a chiropractor that is incredibly gentle, that you know doesn't use too much manipulation. They have other techniques that you know you might be more comfortable with. You don't have to jump in to having your spine manipulated or your neck manipulated even though I love that because it gets me the fastest best results that are lasting. I don't have to go to my chiropractor um, every week. I don't have to go for multiple appointments. Sometimes I only see him once a year, once every two years. You know, obviously, if I was more proactive with my health, I'd probably go more often. But, you know, you can start really gently and then work your way up. My sister in law is an amazing chiropractor in Quebec. She works with the Taekwondo team, she works with the Olympic team, she works with athletes all over. She teaches at the chiropractic school. And you know i'm you might think i'm biased because i have a relative who's a chiropractor but i mean ultimately my healing hero story should inspire you to go get chiropractic care if you've never done it before and of course dr brandy dr brandy benson's story will also inspire you to start bringing in chiropractic therapy and care into your family's healing journey as well so join us today as we bring Dr. Benson's knowledge and skill set to the table for you to learn about. You can contact Brandy at um, her chiropractic clinic, which is called Line, and that's at www.myalign.com. She's based out of Kansas City. I wish she was based everywhere if we can clone her, but that's not the case. And it's okay because there are incredible chiropractors in every city across the globe. So rest assured, you're going to find somebody good to care for you. So join us today. Excited to have you here. Um, listening to Dr. Benson's show here on the Eat Real to Heal podcast. And of course, you know what to do afterwards. Share this podcast with others. If you've been trying to convince your relative or your friend to go see a chiropractor, this is the show to share with them so that they can start healing today in addition to obviously all the healing that they're doing with their food in their kitchen and with their mindset in their yoga practice or in their meditation or whatever other form of alternative healthcare that you are bringing into your life, which should be actually called mainstream healthcare, as I say that out loud, because everything you learn on the show with Dr. Benson, everything that you learn on the other podcasts with all the other guests that we bring on, really what they're sharing should be mainstream. It should be um, knowledge as we know it, and as we practice it every single day because it is truly the medicine that heals us in addition to obviously all the great medical care that is available to us through our medical system when it comes to acute care so that care when you're in a you know car accident when you have an acute disease and so on but for every other day for the majority of our lives we need that chronic um, we need that consistent care that comes from, you know, sleeping well, eating well, exercising, um, thinking good thoughts, meditation, chiropractic care, physio, massage, um, working in our gardens, communing with our loved ones. You know, all of those other practices need to be brought into our lives on a daily basis from day to day, week to week, year to year, because that is the state that we're living our lives in. Most of us are not living our lives in an acute situation, but we can implement all of these things that we're talking about so that you don't have to live your life in any chronic health states and with chronic health conditions. So go out there and share this podcast. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for safely entering into our COVID world um, well and with intelligence and with care for others, despite what the government is saying, whether you can gather in groups of six or more, just do it mindfully, do it intellectually um, and do it with grace. Okay. Bye everyone for now. We'll see you at the end of the show. Hi everyone and welcome to our Eat Real to Heal podcast. I am your host Nicolette Richet and on today's show we have Dr. Brandy Benson, otherwise known as Dr. Brandy to all the kids that she works with and all the families that she works with. So Brandy is a chiropractor and I'm so excited to finally have a chiropractor on our show that is going to be able to teach you why chiropractic care is vitally important for maintenance of health, for also the reversal of so many conditions and for optimal living as well. Um, Brandy, welcome to our show. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm very excited to have you here. So just for everybody who's listening, uh, how I got to know Brandy is that I was speaking at, at a wonderful event, the Who is Carter Foundation event for brain, uh, the Brain is Possible. And Brandy, you were there and you had a night out and you yes. looked amazing. <laughs> and I got to sit with you at our table and I got to learn some amazing things about you, like the fact that you have Two sets of twins.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah.
1: And how is that? Like, I know you are, I mean, this amazing mother, like all mothers are really incredible, but you're doing it like four times over all at once.
0: Yeah. It was a surprise to us to have two sets of twins. It was not planned. It's just how we had our kids and definitely surprised. And I, I tell everyone that I meet, you know, they're like, Oh my gosh, you must be super mom. And I tell them being a parent is a journey in itself and everyone it's the hardest job, but it's the most rewarding job, no matter how many kids you have. So
1: exactly.
0: So much fun. So and so
1: with your children, um, I, we're going to get into chiropractic care and how you got into chiropractic care, but how old are they now?
0: They are five and a half and three and a half. And my big girls, I have two girls, uh, Lila and Micah, and they're in kindergarten this year. And then my younger set is a, a girl and a boy, Aster and Wade. And they are, um, you know, doing some preschool stuff at home. We have a homeschool program that we We work on with them at home and just learning and growing and playing and just enjoying life. (laughs) That is. That
1: is amazing. And, and do you have a partner that supports you? Do you have a nanny? Or how do you manage having four kids under the age of six at home while you are busy um, working and, and
0: doing all of that? I have an amazing supportive husband. He also has a full time job, but our schedules balance out with each other that um, we're someone's home for dinner every night and um, we're all home for bedtime. Um and then we also have a wonderful nanny that um has been with us for uh three and a half years now and amazing. she's we've known her um for about four years and she's just part of our family now and the kids love her and we love her and um she's just a vital part of our family. So that is amazing.
1: And how long have you been doing chiropractic care for?
0: When so did you first I start? Am-
1: getting into this?
0: Almost seven years, seven Mm -hmm. years now. Um, and I have, since I graduated, I joined a practice with my now partner, Dr. Kiza Shine, um, who focused, her practice focused on mommies and babies and I wanted to do kids. So I came right out of school and started working with kids and haven't looked back since. So it's, it's been a fun seven years and I've learned a lot and gonna keep going, so.
1: And what ultimately sent you down that road of chiropractic care versus any other, you know, um, career or any other health career?
0: Oh yeah, I um, grew up in a very medical-based family and my dad was a paramedic, my mom's an EMT, and when you turn 18, you go to EMT school. So I worked as an EMT through my undergrad and um, grad school years. And when I was working as an EMT, I could see how unhealthy and sick people were. And they were just on so many medications and um, they weren't getting any better. And I was seeing in a very like short span of time with um, emergency situations, but it was, I saw the same things over and over and over again and how unhealthy our population was. And I always wanted to be a doctor, but I, at that point in my life, I didn't know what kind of doctor I wanted to be. And so with the unhealthy society that we're in, I wanted to um, pursue something that I wasn't going to be just adding to that problem. Um, So I started looking into more holistic um, roads and chiropractic. I've always been a chiropractic patient growing up, even in a very medical-based family, but it was always for like sports injuries and pain. But once I started really diving into it, it just opened up a new world on how the body can heal itself with the right um, foods and the right air and the right thoughts and uh, the right movements. And it really resonated with me. So and then I changed my path and surprised my old family and uh, went to chiropractic school. Wow. And for chiropractic school. So
1: if you can just explain to individuals and the reason why this podcast is so important to me is because I'm um, with all the work I do with clients who have uh, cancer and chronic disease. And often when we do this one exercise, it's called building your whole health team and where we say, okay, what are all the modalities of, of health care that can support you, so it might be nutrition, or um, you know, an optometrist for eye care, or uh, an endocrinologist for hom- hormone care, or you know, there's so many different health practitioners. But there's also traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture, and then there's chiropractic care and physio. And people often, I recognize from doing this work with thousands of people, that they're really hesitant to put down a chiropractor despite the fact that chiropractic care is actually older than our current Western medical care. Um, and so when it comes to chiropractic, I can't even remember what my original question was, but it, but let's go, let's riff off of that for a little bit, because I really want people to understand. Um, oh, and I now remember what it was. It was talking about when you go to school, so chiropractic care and medical Doctors who study, you know, traditional right. um, Western medicine. I mean, you get the same original two years of science, correct? Yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, and we we get all of the, you know, a- anatomy and physiology. I mean, we we dive into neuroanatomy like really far, obviously, since we're working with the nervous system. Um, and then, you know, we we go into the adjusting techniques, and there's so many different techniques to to um, get the nervous system back in balance. Um, but we we do learn um I mean it's a four year postgraduate degree, just like a medical doctor. And then you can further specialize from there. And I've chosen pediatrics as my my focus. But um, you know, we can a lot of people think chiropractors just for musculoskeletal pain. And a lot of chiropractors, that's what they do. Um and it's a great addition to anybody that's having musculoskeletal pain because yeah. chiropractors are the doctor for that. But also um, the real philosophy behind chiropractic is um, that the, the power of the body can, can heal the body if we give it the right things um, and support the nervous system because your nervous system controls everything. Mm-hmm. And so that is um wh- what kind of makes chiropractic stand apart from the medical the west the traditional western medicine is we're really affecting the nervous system and there's been some really awesome research that's coming up about how like the power of an adjustment and how that actually affects and changes the nervous system which is some really cool stuff coming coming down the research pipeline <laughs> It's amazing. And, um, and we need that as well.
1: And in, especially for the medical community to have doctors say, hey, I'm going to refer you to a chiropractor as opposed to not referring to anybody or just thinking that the right. pill is going to be the solution. But we need more medical doctors to understand the power of chiropractic care. And this is what makes me so sad is that I love the history of chiropractic care um, because of the fact that, you know, it is actually longer It dates back further than our existing medical system. Can you talk a little bit about that and share the story of chiropractic care with people? Yeah,
0: so I mean, chiropractic, I mean, you can go back to like Hippocrates and it's like food is medicine. And so, you know, um, being able to, you know, place our hands on patients and having that a physical connection is um, I think a lost art in a lot of um, traditional Western medicine. Mm -hmm. um modalities and um just you know balancing the energy and you know chiropractic has been under um you know the the wilkes versus ama case you can always talk about that about um back in the day the medical the ama the american medical association was trying to um shut down chiropractic and um we we as chiropractors currently we're still kind of fighting that battle to um get the acknowledgement of what we're doing um can you know complement and um you know have such an impact on on patients lives just like western medicine can and does as well i think there really needs to be a balance and i think um people are becoming a little bit more open to these more holistic um avenues as we learn more and how as we learn more about holistic avenues of healthcare but also as you know our population just gets sicker and sicker and people are really trying to figure out we can't keep going down this road. Um, and and it's really it's a really exciting time for chiropractic care. Um, to kind of you know take that next step into being more of a part into this the team aspect, and I'm really big on um, having a good healthcare team for uh, my patients as well. And um, I've been able to get good relationships with other practitioners, healthcare practitioners in our area, with physical therapists and endocrinologists and um, GI doctors. I work with a lot of GI doctors and. ENTs and dent I work with some dentists as well It's just you know you have to build that team and it's really an exciting time for me that you know I'm start. I, we have the research and we're, we're having the results and uh, being able to show that is is a really cool time for us um, to kind of be part of those healthcare teams. Yeah
1: no no and it's really important that i mean all practitioners are really looking to other practitioners to say hey how how can we serve this patient in the right. best possible way what tools do you have that would also help them and what tools do you have that would also help them and you know people bring these tools together because the body is complex at the same time it's actually Pretty simple what the body needs. It needs nutrition, right? It yeah. needs to be able to detoxify properly. It needs right. to be able to be in alignment structurally, um, mm-hmm. you know, muscularly, and if that's even a word. Um, mm-hmm. And it needs, you know, it needs to have, um, y- you know, it needs water. It needs, you know, there's so many different things that it needs. And as yeah. long as the body's getting that, it actually operates really well. Really, yeah, it, it,
0: yeah. Does, it knows what it's doing, you know? Exactly. Um, I I tell a lot of my patients, my big thing is, uh, it goes with the team aspect of, I really want my patients to have the right um, care and course of treatment at the right time with the right practitioner. And right. sometimes we have to, you know, let's go to the medical doctor, get that antibiotic to kill that infection that you have and then come back to me and we'll recolonize your gut and make sure your nervous system is in check and and it's a it's a team effort but it's all the the right care at the right time with the right practitioner. Um, exactly. And sometimes that's not me. Sometimes I refer them out and that's that's okay because it's not it's not about me taking charge of anyone's health it's about getting these people on the right path to to heal themselves exactly and
1: with the patients that you see i mean they're obviously bought into the concept of a chiropractor let's talk about the Patients in the world who are totally against chiropractic care, despite the fact that they've never even had it, but just from what they've heard in the media, because yeah. this is the part that makes me so sad. That you know we have Vioxx; it's a you know drug that's being prescribed in North America, and it kills about a hundred thousand people a year, I believe. There's you know um, lawsuits left, right, and center, uh, you know, against this drug company for people who've died, um, and or had heart attacks as a result of this arthritic drug. But meanwhile, in chiropractic care, I mean, yes, in any modality in the world, there are going to be injuries that come from it. So we do have to acknowledge that. There have been-
0: There's risk with every treatment. Exactly.
1: But within (laughs) chiropractic care, if you actually look literally through all the literature, through all of, it's very rare that this happens in
0: chiropractic care. Yeah. And- um, you know, you, you there's always going to be a bad doctor of medicine. There's always going to be a bad chiropractor out there too, um, but you know the 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 risks are pretty rare. And it and if you go get down to it, our our malpractice insurance is significantly lower than a medical doctor, and that just shows uh, how how safe it is. Um, and even for infants, cause I see kids and people are like, how the heck are you adjusting a kid? Well, it's, it's different with kids. I'm not, you know, cracking their backs and, and yeah, things okay. like that. It's, it's, we're, we're giving their bodies the input that they need and to, to restore function. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how it, people are so easy to go to a pill Mm-hmm. and And not try something else. And with chiropractic care, there's a lot of um things out there of a um, once you go to a chiropractor, you have to go all the time. And um, I, I mean, as as you know someone who who loves chiropractic, I don't go every week as a chiropractor myself, but I know that my body functions better when I do. And so when people start to have that realization as they start going to a chiropractor, they're going to continue to, to go. And it's not that they have to, it's because they know that their body is functioning at its most optimal place by going to the chiropractor. Um, and you know, and our care plans are very much, you know, tailored to the patient and what their body needs. And it's not a, you know, three times a week for forever kind of thing it's you know it it ebbs and flows depending on what's going on in their body Um, so yeah it's 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 really interesting to you know you go to the dentist all you know and as part of your health care you you go to the dentist to make sure your dental health is good go to the chiropractor make sure your spinal and nervous system health is good
1: And that took me a long time to learn that lesson. Actually, I only just learned it about two weeks ago (laughs) when it comes to chiropractic care, because, and I'll just share my story about how I first learned about it. So um, I used to walk my dog um, in the woods and it was amazing. Every time I'd walk my dog, I'd always see this really lovely man. He was probably in his sixties and he had this great dog and our dogs would play together. And we'd always have these incredible conversations. And then one day you know, I said, oh, my fingers are frozen, like my two, um, my ring finger and my middle finger. And he goes, oh, that looks like you have rhinoids. And I was like, well, I didn't know what that was. I was about probably 21 at the time. And um, and he goes, oh, you know, you should probably like consider seeing a chiropractor for that. And I was like, a chiropractor for, for this? Like, what? how are they going to be able to help me with this? And he started to tell me about how when he was a little boy in Belgium, where apparently... Um, a lot of families use chiropractic care as their first line of defense. Mm -hmm. Like you go to a chiropractor before you go see a medical doctor, right? You get your nervous system aligned. And if that doesn't heal the body, then you'd go to the doctor. So So he told me this and I was really fascinated by this. But as a little boy, he had suffered so painfully, extremely from eczema or eczema, depending on how you say it. Uh, for different people out there. And he was covered from head to toe to the point his skin was cracking, oozing, bleeding continuously. He'd be in the hospital wrapped up in in bandages and none of the medications that they gave him were helping. And a friend of the dad said, well, you know, I think he needs an adjustment. He needs a chiropractor, and this was the family's first, you know, foray with a chiropractor. So, so the dad took his son, or the chiropractor came into the hospital, did an adjustment, and within a week, his eczema like was healing incredibly well, and it went away entirely. And the chiropractor said, "Hey, when he's about nine or twelve years old and going through puberty, he's probably going to have a growth spurt, and that can." Take his structure out of alignment mm-hmm. and he'll pro- And if it comes back, you know, if you notice this tiny, tiny patch, then you know, just bring him back and we'll do another adjustment. And that's exactly what happened had another adjustment. And this man has been eczema free for his entire life now yeah. since then, right?
0: Like, yeah, is that amazing? it's so cool. It's I so know. cool. It's so you're <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah, I see stuff like that all the time. Every day, that's what I do.
0: <laughs> it's so cool. And I mean, it really, um, so. Chiropractic and it's just to the nitty gritty is we want to make sure the bones in the spine are moving well, and because if those joints in the spine, the vertebrae, are not moving well, it causes a, um, a the sensory input into the spinal joints there. You get. A, a, dysfunction at the joints, um, the input to the nervous system, you get pain, you get inflammation, those joints aren't moving, the body's trying to protect it. That's going up to your brain and the brain's not getting the proper sensory information because those joints should move freely, right? And move when they're supposed to move. With the subluxation, the joints aren't moving like they're supposed to. And so you're getting um, disafferent Information going up to the brain, so it's not the proper information going up to the brain, and then the brain has to interpret that. Um, and the more subluxations you have, the more misinformation, disappropriate sensory information is going up to the brain, and then the brain has to have um, a response to that. And oftentimes, it's it's pain, you know, and that's why people mm. come to the doctors or come to the chiropractors. Um, sometimes the the brain will respond with an immune response like eczema or causing gi dysfunction like constipation or even in uresis and bedwetting um, or headaches all those different things if if the brain isn't getting the right information because that spine is not moving correctly you're gonna have uh, an improper response like motor response um and so the adjustment restores the function the movement at that joint so that that those nerves at that level are getting the proper information um so it's really cool and a lot of the kids that i see aren't coming in with low back pain no um, so that's that's another thing that people like how what are you seeing in kids because they're 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 just born like why do they need to come to a chiropractor they don't have back pain well yeah they do they just they express it differently you know those joints so what are what are
1: the things that you're seeing with the kids because I'm imagining you're seeing things like projectile vomiting yep right you're seeing colic yep yeah. What are, what are some other things that you're seeing? Um, you're seeing?
0: Constipation, gassiness, just overall discomfort. Um, it, you know, those colicky babies that just don't want to be held and cuddled. You sh- babies should be want, you know, want to be held and cuddled. And a lot of these babies are just in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and they express that with the fussies, the gassies, the spitties. Yes. Um, we see a lot of kids with nursing difficulties, um, tongue tie, lip ties. If the function in the mouth isn't right and that because it's restricted by a tie, we have to, um, that's where the team approach comes in. And we work with lactation consultants and dentists, and ENTs, and get that oral function better, which gives you proper sensory information. And then the rest of the body works better. So um, lots of lip tie, tongue ties. Um, as the kids get older, I mean, their little bodies are under stress. I mean, being born is a stressor. It's hard work to be born for everyone involved. Yeah. So um, that's definitely a stressor. I mean, learning to walk, hitting those, hitting those motor milestones is so important for the brain. And so um, we, we tell parents um, that even if their baby is, is doing well, we want to check them regularly because we want to make sure that their movement patterns are correct so that their brain is getting that proper Sensory yeah. information, um, and we don't want them to miss any milestones because that's so important for brain development and primitive reflex integration and sensory integration. Um, so we we check kids all through that first year, and a lot of parents are totally on board with that. And we don't have things like. Um, you know, we, we resolve the colic, the torticollis, the constipation, we got happy poopers, happy sleepers, you know, the kids are crawling and walking when they're supposed to. And if we, we get a speed bump of, you know, they're crawling with one leg kind of dragging behind, we can, cur- we can help their bodies correct that and give them the support they need to integrate those movement patterns correctly for their brain development. It's just, I mean, it's really cool how one little thing can affect so much in development.
1: So much, everything, right? Because if their digestion is off, then that affects their ability to walk and talk and crawl and all of those things as well. And they're learning, you know, there's learning difficulties that stem from having their digestion not be healthy. Which brings me to did you see the movie Miracles from Heaven?
0: Um, No, I haven't. Okay. So I'll just,
1: so I'm just going to recap this for anybody who is out there that did see it. I want to see if you can switch your thinking about this movie because when I saw it, so it's about this little girl who they find when she's about eight or nine years old and it's a true story. Um, she's eight or nine years old and she all of a sudden can't, can't eat anymore. She keeps vomiting. And so every food that she puts into her body, she project she projectile vomits. So this little girl's obviously losing weight and she's in pain. And then they, f- they try and look into what's happening. And then eventually like one of the best specialists in all of you know, the United States sees that, you know, um, I can't remember the diagnosis, but basically the bottom half of her stomach becomes paralyzed. Mm-hmm. stops working and so they try and treat her with everything i think like even chemo drugs like absolutely everything to try and get the function back she has a feeding tube down through her nose that passes through directly into her um into her gut um because she has to bypass the stomach because her stomach doesn't work anymore and of course this little girl is now she's set to die the doctors have tried everything there's nothing that they can do so at the end of the movie Um, one of the big things is there's a tree on the property that this little girl loved to climb and she couldn't climb it because now she's got a bag and she's got this feeding tube and she's like, you know, she's just, and she's weak. So her sister, older sister says, come on, you know, as, as your last dying wish, I'm going to take you up this tree to climb this tree. And she does, this sister brings her little sister up there. And the, the family doesn't know this, but the tree's hollow, and this obviously the sister doesn't know this. And the branch breaks, and she falls inside the tree headfirst, and falls like I don't know, like 40, 50 feet down, like it's a long fall. And for some reason, she doesn't die, and she doesn't break anything. And it takes them hours and hours and hours to like cut open the tree and get this girl out. So of course, you know the the mom is so angry at the older sister for bringing this like sick little kid up the tree. But then what happens over the next couple of days is that all of a sudden the little girl is like, I'm hungry and she wants to start eating. But her belly, which was blown out like she was nine months pregnant, okay? So distended from everything that's happening in her gut not working. All of a sudden her belly starts to shrink and shrink until it's flat again. And this little girl is eating like a horse, like like a cow or whatever, eats like a lot of food, like one of my hungry dogs. And this little girl is all of a sudden like, cured. Right. So the family, so it's called miracle from heaven. Cause obviously the family is like, God saved my child. Right. But I'm like, I don't think God saved your child. I think you had a chiropractic adjustment. When, yeah. <laughs> but, but, yeah, when she <laughs> fell, it did something to her spine, which reestablished the connection, which undid the paralysis to her stomach. Now I could be completely wrong here, but I'm going to tell you another story and then I want to see what your interpretation of this is. So you have to see this movie, by the way, like every parent balls their eyes out. Um, and this movie is true, true, true. Like they have the family that comes on after the movie to say, yep, this is exactly what happened. So I was in a bad car accident when I was about um, 21 years old. So after learning about fixing my renoids at the chiropractor, I was in a bad car accident. And I was severely constipated, like couldn't go for days. And I also had this gag reflex where if I smelled anything off, like it would just cause me to gag. If I looked at something gross, it would cause me to gag. And I'd never had that before. So I'd read about this chiropractor in the paper and his story just seemed very compelling. So I went and saw him, I looked him up and went and saw him. And uh, he said, you know, tell me what's happening with your body. Like every little tiny thing that you think is not associated with your back pain. Cause I had back pain and neck pain right. from the car accident. And, um, and I said, well, I have really constipated, but every doctor told me that, um, I should just take Metamucil. every physio told me to go back to my doctor and get medication and take laxatives you know like nobody was able to help me and he's like oh don't worry about that we can fix that I was like okay <laughs> sure you can buddy and so then I said I have this gag reflex which started as well and he showed me on a chart he showed that he had open as well and he said okay well this is where all the nerves connect to your throat and how they function and if any of this is, you know compressed um well then you're not going to get that nerve signaling and you can can trigger a gag gag reflex so he showed me on the chart he showed me the nerves and the blood vessels and the bones and the muscles and the joints and everything how it's all connected and i was like okay sure he adjusted me and i went and had the biggest poop of my life just about 10 minutes after he adjusted me and i okay. never had the gag reflex again my constipation was literally cured from that one adjustment yeah. Which was amazing. And I mean, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's, uh, they call me the poop doctor, doctor here a lot. I, <laughs> Dr. Brandy, the poop doctor. It, it happens. And like, I have kids that are like, I'm here because I haven't pooped in a few days, Dr. Brandy. And I'm like, okay, He's like, let's get this going. And they stop by the bathroom on the way out. And like, sometimes even just like coming to the office is enough energy for them to have a big blowout. But, um, which is really funny but yeah i mean if if your bowels can't communicate to your brain to say let's get this out it you know there's dysfunction there and there's a roadblock in that nervous signaling that sensory information is not getting where it's supposed to be and you have dysfunction um one of the you know examples i use a lot in practice is bedwetting yeah. um and the nerves that go to the bladder are lower back uh, you know they're kind of right in the same area um and if we have a subluxation there and we have dysfunction at the spine um in the lumbar spine um when you go to sleep the br- the the bladder gets full in a normal person without bedwetting it sends a message up to the brain say hey buddy let's wake up and Go to the bathroom well when you have subluxation and dysfunction in your nervous system the bladder gets full it's sending messages up to the brain but it's getting lost somewhere along the mm-hmm. the road or it's jammed up in traffic um and the the bladder gets so full and so full and doesn't wake you up you're not getting the message to wake up and so your bladder just goes and yeah. so by doing a chiropractic adjustment, restoring that function at the joint, removing those roadblocks on the nervous system highway, allows your, your bladder and your brain to talk properly. You know, and it's the same way as like, as we learn to potty train, you know, you're, you're developing that's that interoception of like knowing what's going on in your insides and your brain can now communicate to your bladder and say, Hey bladder, you got to hold on until we find a bathroom,
1: you know,
0: and, and that sense. And, you know, that's a, that's all sensory information, sensory input equals motor output. Um, and, that's that's really all our body does like yeah. every everything you put food in and how it's digested it's you know um it, you know we have to have food going into our, our stomach and our stomach is activated by that food being there the sense of food being in our tummy allows our body to secrete different enzymes and stuff to help digest your food and then it goes through your bowels and um and the same with like hormone production, you know, if you're in a state of fight or flight, your hormone production is going to be shifted and you're going to be running on cortisol all the time and burn out your adrenals. So, um, yeah, it's really, it's really cool how one little adjustment can just change something it's so
1: quickly. So quickly. And especially like the bedwetting topic is so important because of the fact that, for children, right? Like a lot of these kids are suffering from bedwetting until they're like 13, 14, 15, 16. And it literally could be just one adjustment, two adjustments that you need to help their, you know, just relieve that pressure in the back and get the communication happening. And all of a sudden they're waking up and able to go. Right.
0: Yeah. And And I mean, and we find oftentimes that their bodies can handle a certain load of stress. Like You know playing outside and falling on their bottoms or just being kids and they get into a routine that you know every four weeks every six weeks they know if they don't get adjustment they're gonna wet the bed just like the eczema like our bodies can handle so much load so much allostatic load um and our bodies are trying to maintain that homeostasis, that balance. Mm-hmm. And the more stuff you put on your teeter-totter, the allostatic load, you know, it's gonna make that homeostatic balance um, imbalanced, right? Um, I like to tell. I, I do a lot of analogies, and um, I tell parents every everybody has a stress bucket. We all want a really big, empty stress bucket, <laughs> um, but if we're Uh, the stressors of life everyone has stressors that allostatic load you know what we're breathing what we're eating what are we putting into our bucket are we sleeping well all of those stress balls come into our bucket and if our bucket is too full and we can't maintain that balance that's where symptoms present um and, and so Our goal is to let's try to remove some of those stress balls. Let's try to build your bucket bigger by allowing your body to to not have to have fire alarms going off all the time because you're eating something that your body is sensitive to and immune response all the time. Um, So let's calm that down so you can grow your bucket bigger and allow your body to handle the stress because we're all gonna have different stressors in our life. Chiropractic, we we go on the the three T's, the um, traumas, which are just physical stressors, like sitting in a chair all day at a desk job or learning to walk and falling on your bottom a lot, um, or car accidents, those obvious stressors. But the the text neck of you know looking down at our phones all the time, yeah. those are physical. Stressors that are going into our bucket and then we have toxins and those are what kinds of things are we putting on our skin in our body? What are we breathing in? Um, I also like to think of toxins of What are we what good things are we not giving our body? Like are we missing some nutrients? Are we on drugs that are depleting our nutrients? Um, That all kind of goes into your your toxic stress balls. Um, And then thoughts, you you know, mindfulness is becoming um, more mainstream now. And, you know, we want to have um, a good emotional balance too, because we want to make sure our neurotransmitters are balanced, which requires good gut health. (laughs) And um, we want to be able to handle those emotional stressors, those thoughts and emotional stressors and keep those in balance as well so you get those emotional stress balls um, and a new one that we've been talking about my colleagues is um, the fourth T which is technology mm-hmm. and we're getting a lot of technology stress in our lives and how um, video games and television um, and like blue lights on our computers like all of those technologies EMFs and all those things; those are technology stress balls that are going into our bodies, and our brains don't really know what to do with that. And we're seeing some really interesting brain changes um, that we've never seen before because of the technology that we use in our world today. So we have those four types of stress balls in our in our bucket, and they're always going to be there. We're always going to have something in there because we're not perfect beings, right? Um, but we need to be able to, uh, you know, handle. A fall and not be miserable from it, you know, yeah. um, you know, like a, a toddler they 're able to fall on their bottoms and they get back up and keep playing as whereas as adults, our buckets are a little fuller, and if we fall down, we could be aching for days right yeah. um, and so it's it 's all about that balance of homeostasis and how many stress balls do you have in your bucket and how big your bucket is um and that really resonates with with parents and um i explain this to kids too and they get it and they're like dr brandy i had i went to a birthday party and i had some toxic balls and had some churros and i'm like it's okay like we need to be able to to have things in moderation and be able to handle it you know exactly yeah
1: no, I think that that's a really big um, point is that, you know, with the work that we do, because everything we do is through food, right? So, right. re- nutrifying the body through food. And of course, there's some supplements you do have to take that you can't get those nutrients through food. And right. then, of course, detoxification is a big part, but that's, you know, the byproduct of being able to have a body that's functioning optimally. It'll just start detoxifying and we assist it.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know, and definitely stress gets better as a result or and not stress. Well, yes, that's the point that I was going to make, but sleep gets better as a result. But what I love is the resilience that comes when your body is functioning optimally. So when you do all the nutrition and then when you manage your body with the chiropractic care or the physio, if you need it, but you know, these other modalities, right, to get your body in amazing health, then all of a sudden these massive life stressors come like you know, for example, you can go and do a 50K race, or if you are in a car accident, it doesn't all of a sudden trigger an autoimmune disease shortly after versus the person who enters into that stressful state, like a race or car accident, Mm -hmm. then they go do that. It's that added stress breaks them.
0: Right. Right. They don't
1: have resiliency at all.
0: No, their bucket is already overflowing and there's nowhere else to put it. And so your body gets, goes into this fight or flight survival mode and you know the immune system is on you know fire watch trying to you know put out all the fires and they can even just be perceived fires and that goes into that limbic system and um not getting into like rational thoughts and we get um kids that are unable to pay attention because their brains are just like i gotta figure out how to be in my body um because I, there's, there's nowhere to settle, you know, and, and figure it out because it's survival mode. And it's, it's a really sad thing that it, you know, kids are being born into that fight or flight state because our, our moms, um, are not as healthy as they could be. So we have to, to, to change the tide of how our health care is going um is really you know looking at preconception care and that starts in childhood mm-hmm. you know we've got to look 20 years before um a woman gets pregnant and make sure that her body is is functioning optimally so that her future children are born into um a peaceful environment and a, a a place where they're set up for optimal health. I mean, these kids are being born under stress and, um, you know, a, a mom with thyroid issues or hormone issues, and there's so many miscarriages and it's so hard for people to get pregnant now. Um, and, and our babies are being born into that stress state. And, um, there's, there's some cool research about, um, stress hormones, and crossing the placentas and and we know that those stressors on um, a mother's body affect how babies are developing and being born into this world so to change that track tide we have to start with our children now so that the next generation can be born into health
1: yeah, no, and I see it too all the time. I see a lot of mums that'll come to me because, you know, they've suffered multiple miscarriages and then they've tried in vitro and then they've tried like I mean, literally everything, but they're they haven't tried neutrifying their body. They also haven't tried aligning the communication in their body, like, you know, through chiropractic care. And then they so they force these pregnancies. And then we see the babies that are born with, like, you know, heart defects, holes in their hearts. They're born with uh, these, you know, learning, huge, massive learning disabilities. They're born, and the kids are amazing, right? Like, it's not to say that these kids are not Mm -hmm. amazing, but wouldn't you want to give your kid the best foundation in which to come into this world? And so, if a mother is already depleted in nutrients, like, Mm -hmm. she's, you know, that pregnancy is going to be tough. And then the birth is going to be tough. And then, that child, it's going to be tough raising a child mm-hmm. that has all these additional, um, you know, you, the, these additional conditions that we constantly have to deal with, and versus, you know, if and like you said, it is looking twenty years before, or even ten years before, or five years before, mm-hmm. um to get your body in optimal health before you consider conceiving a child. But right. I mean, doctors tell women all the time, like you're fine, like you can be on Synthroid and you go on and have you know healthy baby. And yes, some women you can. can, you yeah. can,
0: but. You could also do it another way. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, the the stress aspect of um, our our babies are just already stressed out when they're born, and um, you know, it it takes a lot of work. They're more prone for the colic and the reflux and the eczemas and the allergies, and their their load is already huge. And if we can start, um, you know, feeding our body good food taking away the load of the processed food the high fructose corn syrups and you know the the junk you know yeah. it, eat real food um it it that takes away a lot of the toxic stress balls that we have in our buckets and it allows babies and 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 children and adults to to you know have more optimally functioning life um an easier way of life and more fulfilling and happier and joyful and and everything and it's it's really it's really um exciting that i get to be a part of that um change you know that is that is really really exciting
1: um one of the other things um you just reminded me of a child. I remember this from a story from one of my chiropractors and I have many, and I have two chiropractors. So I have a chiropractor that's a pediatric chiropractor for my kids, but I can also go see her cause she treats adults, but it's who I bring my children to. Um, and she's available. you know, she's lives, 15 minutes from our house. So it's, I can book an appointment No, I'll get in in the next couple of days versus I have a chiropractor in the city, which the city for me is two hours away. And so this is where I'm like, okay, I'm going to commit. But the reason I work mm-hmm. with him is because I've been working with him since I was 21. And, mm-hmm. and I said to him the other day, I said, God, how much money have I just, you know, given to you, Terry? Like we have medical coverage, but I'm like, how many appointments come on? And plus I send all these people to you as well. And he's like, Nikki, in, 21 years or however many years it's been that I've been seeing him, I've seen him 13 times and that's it. And I was like, 13 times? Like it really, it always feels like I'm, you know, traveling to see you. And he's like, no, Nikki, he's like, I treated you before you got pregnant, when you were pregnant and just after you gave birth. And so that was nine times because I've had three kids and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. But he was so powerful In what he did, because I had a displaced pelvic uh, bone after my third Mm -hmm. pregnancy. So I couldn't walk. And the doctors told me I'd have to be in a wheelchair. The physio told me I'd have to wear a brace and be in a wheelchair. Like nobody wanted to even touch me because it was so excruciating the pain. And Mm -hmm. they didn't know what to do. And they weren't sure. And they're like, we need to send you for x rays to see if you broke your pelvis. Well, I was like, on the fifth day, I said to my husband, get me in the car, even though I can't walk. So he had to like maneuver me into the car Mm -hmm. with my like five day old baby drive me down to the city for, you know, two hours. And in one adjustment, I could lift my knees up to my chest and I felt like I wanted to go for a run and I was totally fine. Mm -hmm. He he was able to just reach in, touch my pelvis and be like, yeah, your pelvis is one, the right side is facing forward. The left side is facing back. He's like, of course, this is going to cause you excruciating pain. (laughs) And he just adjusted, right? So for people out there who think like you need to go three times a week. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be like that, but this is the other part of that story is now that my body is amazing. Cause I actually committed to seeing him. I think I said even just once a month because he's two hours away. So once a month and not because I have anything wrong, I'm actually going right. to because my body is amazing. And I said, get me ready for this race that I want to do. And I've never been preemptive like that before. And so he's like, really, you have nothing wrong in your body. And I was like, not at all. He's like, get on the table. So as he's on the table, he like touches a spot on my leg. And I'm like, ow, what is that? He's like, Nikki, your hamstring on your right side is like so tight. But I didn't know that like the pain Mm -hmm. wasn't there. But if I had actually gone out and done the race with that hamstring that tight, there's a high probability I would have suffered an injury. So he was able to identify like, you know, you can come to me um, like prophylactically, prof- prophylactically, um, yeah. to, is that even a word? Prophyla- as a prophylactic? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And, um, and you know, to treat the the condition or you can come to me preemptively and actually let's just get your body in optimal, optimal health, which is what I try and tell my clients with nutrition. I'm like, let's do the nutrition now before the disease comes, sets in. But everybody comes to me once the disease sets in. Right. Mm Right. So, but now it's been amazing working with him because all these things where I thought my body was awesome, I realized, actually, I do have all these areas that can be improved. And what's happened from that is I am sleeping like a baby. I am able to run further and faster. And I never thought that. And he's like, oh yeah, when he works with his athletic teams, this is what he does for them. Like they don't have injuries, but he's working with them to get them to actually perform better. Yeah. So you yeah. can also use chiropractic care that way as well, which is what I love.
0: Yeah, that wellness care, you know, is is really cool because they the body will go through compensations and changes that don't necessarily have pain associated with it. Um, and as a chiropractor, we're trained to to look at those biomechanics and those little shifts in movement and address it be, be before it becomes a huge problem. Um and for example, my kids are are all really healthy. And I, you know, they they do go to school and play with friends and go to play dates, and they're exposed to a lot, and they don't get sick as often as other kids. And if they do have an illness, it's short-lived, yeah, and they get over it so fast. And um one of my daughters, i I I didn't take her in to get tested, but I'm pretty sure she probably had the flu. And, you know, we we stayed at home, she got adjusted, she got some herbs and lots of good nutrition and water, bone broth and just all these, you know, good nourishing things, lots of sleep and cuddles. And um, no one else in the household got it. And she only had it for a few days and we let the fever do what the fever was supposed to do and and it it she came through it just fine and it wasn't this big health crisis for her um and you know there have been times where um we we've needed our pediatrician uh, of course and yeah. we just had our well visit with them and you know the she had not been to the doctor in the last two years for anything other than a well check to make sure her body is growing and functioning how it's supposed to be. And my three-year-old, my boy just had his first sick visit of his entire life this past November um, at three years old. And his twin sister has never had a sick visit. Yeah. We go in and we, we, you know we we consult with the medical doctor just to for my mommy heart i like someone else to tell me my kids are good too um but they they get their adjustments they get their um supplements to support their immune system and their gut health and they eat well they're i mean they're still kids and they're gonna have a piece of candy here or there you know you know but but it's all in moderation and their their body can handle it you
1: know and
0: um and it's just it it's it's crazy to look on the outside and see all these other families that are just constantly sick and constantly on antibiotics and it's like what what is so different (laughs) that that's their journey um and that's a hard journey Mm to be on um and you know adding in um a good nutrition and good supplements and um an adjustment that's really the basis of you know wellness care that i do in my office is like let's just give your body what it needs and and see where it takes you and a lot of times these these really sick kids will go months without having to go back to their doctor for an ear infection and it's a really profound impact on on their their kids' lives, the parents' lives, um, and just everyone around them—they're—they're they're living a better life because they're not having to battle these illnesses and sicknesses and autoimmune issues as yeah. often. Yeah,
1: yeah. I like the point that you bring up about um, the being sick. So there's two points there: one around the fever, and then one about the. I remember when my daughter was sick once. And it's the same thing with my kids. Like they actually, um, their illnesses are short-lived. So they actually, you know, wear everybody else in our town, the illness is like two weeks long before people are feeling better. You know, usually for my kids, it's two to three Mm -hmm. days or for my husband and I, it's two to three days. And we do the exact same thing that you do. Pull out the supplements, use them in therapeutic form. We pull out the herbs because that's medicine. Mm -hmm. We do the cuddles and the sleep and don't send them to school when they're sick. And, you know, and we always do a chiropractic adjustment. Now, here's the reason why I do the chiropractic adjustment when they have a cold. And it's because I remember... My chiropractor said, Hey, you know, if you notice that their face is pale and their circulation isn't looking good and their chest isn't great, you know, bring them in because he can do an adjustment that increases a white blood cell count. And Mm -hmm. so he did this adjustment. And sure enough, like I remember my daughter's face all of a sudden just turning rosy pink, like within like minutes after this adjustment. I was like, what? And she was like, Oh, I feel like she just literally like her energy shifted. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing. And I'm like, is that literally, did that just happen? Um, so, and is that something that you learned as well?
0: Yeah, I, I see that a lot. Sometimes, you know, we'll have kids that come in and they're just not feeling the best and uh, they'll come in and have an adjustment and they go home and the mom calls me and they're like, uh, my kid threw up in the car on the way home or they spiked a fever that afternoon and i was like awesome like awesome their body um was fighting something off and it just needed an alignment to let the nervous system and the immune system work together to process whatever they were um up against um and i tell parents you know when we when people when kids come in with a specific issue and we 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 care for that issue and it's resolved um all my patients know like the wellness paradigm of you know bring your baby back in um sooner than your scheduled wellness appointment if they're having any trouble with eating or sleeping or pooping or if they're ill or if their attitude is just off and they're they're just not your happy fun loving Kid, um, so eat, sleep, poop, illness, and attitude are my big five. Of those are things, if they're if you're having an issue with your kid or even yourself, an adjustment can do wonders for you.
1: It's so true. It's so true. I love the part that you brought up about the fever as well, because you know from the way I'm listening to you say it and seeing you, because for other people who are not watching the YouTube video, I mean, you're going to just hear this on the podcast, but you know, I saw your eyes light up of like the fever triggered. And I love that as well, because I'm going to assume that when your kids have a fever, you don't try and suppress it.
0: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. We want a fever is, is really good. So a fever's action is it, it heats up the body. Um, and that allows calcium to be released from your bones. And that's why you feel achy uh, when you have a fever is because you're, you're, you're heating up your bones to let the calcium release. And the calcium helps boost those immune cells that are going around your body and fighting off the infection. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, they're going in and getting their, their armor on from your bones and to go fight that infection. So fevers are, are really good. Of course you want to, you know, monitor a fever and um, things like that, but um, a 105, 2 103 fever is really beneficial for your body. It and you support it with, you know, a warm bath and cuddles and you know things like that can can help with that kind of achy and just feeling yucky with the fever, but it's it it's a sign that your immune system is is doing what it's supposed to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We do the same thing as well with our kids is that, you know, we don't give Tylenol. We don't give anything like that when they have a fever. And I, I mean, I remember uh, just recently, why did I have to, my husband had um, pulled out his back uh, very badly. Like he had a pinched nerve and he couldn't move for, you know, five days. And even our chiropractor was like, when you're inflamed like this, we got to let it settle down before we really get in there um, to do anything and so in that time when he was settling i had to go buy him some tylenol um and and it was funny because i went to the cupboard and i was like oh we have a bottle of tylenol here but it had never been opened and it was 10 years old and so like that's how little tylenol we've taken in our entire life and so um and it was interesting because for me i was like oh cuz i know the effects of too much tylenol it damages mm-hmm. your liver now that is you know the warning that's going out to you know, parents everywhere where it used to be like, just give your kid Tylenol. And if they cry, give them Tylenol. If they can't sleep, give them Tylenol. And it's not like that. Like Tylenol is like the new smoking. We know that now that, you know, you don't want to give that to your kids. And so we're the same way. We let that fever play out and we monitor it, obviously, you know, if they become super lethargic and if it's going, but you know, that's, that's different versus That fever is needed to fight the infection. So if you suppress it, that's why your sickness ends up lasting longer because your body needs to go in and out of these waves of fever. Because all of a sudden the virus takes over, and then or the bacteria, and then all of a sudden, you know, um, you know, you're suppressing it again with Tylenol, and then all of a sudden the fever and the virus needs to take take over again. Like it's just this terrible long cycle. Whereas if you just let the fever do its work, you'll see that you'll have a shortened illness span. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There was another piece that you mentioned, oh, the other thing that you reminded me of, just a really great story, just for parents who are out there because we 've talked about using chiropractic care for you know um, acid reflux for projectile vomiting, for colic, for sleep, mm-hmm. for peeping, for peeing and pooing, um, all of those things you know for gut health as well. Um, but there's one thing and you talked about it for, um, you work with the dentist, but I remember my chiropractor telling me a story about this, um, kid that was, I think about eight or nine years old and the child had been deaf their whole life. Um, and you know, child couldn't hear. So somebody had suggested, Hey, take him to a chiropractor. And uh, the parents did. And this chiropractor worked on the child just for a lot of other things, I guess, that they're working on for jaw alignment. And she did this maneuver where she did the adjustment from inside his mouth and towards mm-hmm. his ear canal, and she did an adjustment. Anyway, after one of these appointments, the, you know, the kid's in the backseat of the car, and the parents are in the front talking, and normally the child couldn't hear, so the parents are talking about stuff. And then all of a sudden, the kid goes and joins the conversation, can hear yeah. completely. And now that child has like perfect hearing and to think right. all of those years that that child didn't get to hear and that it was just that they needed an adjustment.
0: Yeah. 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 And the, the story of like the first chiropractic adjustment is a a, a, a man who was deaf and a hearing wow. was restored. So that's, that's really oh, wow. cool. That's like um, the big story we hear in our uh, chiropractic history classes and philosophy classes is um, you know, that adjustment restored that function.
1: Oh, I moment. had no idea. That is amazing. That just <laughs> gave me goosebumps. Ah! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so with parent, it's so a one question that we definitely need to answer. And because I hear this, I even hear it sometimes from my kids where they say to me like, Oh, but I feel so terrible after that adjustment. I don't want to go back. Um, so tell me about that because you and i feel it too there's you know and my chiropractor always lets me know like drink lots of water get lots of rest after you get treated tell us why that's happening and what people need to know about that
0: yeah so when um when those joints aren't moving your body's going to try to protect it and you're going to have the inflammatory factors and cytokines and things like that kind of surround that joint to try to protect it your muscles are going to get tight to again protect that joint um and the adjustment's going to come in there and kind of have a shock factor and restore that movement um and sometimes our bodies are like whoa what happened and so they'll send a lot they'll flood that area with um a little bit more inflammatory factors to help um, dissipate the fibrous you know, things that are laid out. And, um, and it, it's good to definitely like drink some water and maybe take an Epsom salt bath to help your body with that detoxification to get that area that was so compensated with tightness to like flush it out and so right after an adjustment sometimes you do you you are a little aching you're like oh man what was that um but it's just your body like being like oh what has happened i've been stuck in that position so long that's was there that that was my new normal and now i'm back to the old normal the where it's supposed to be and your body has like a little freak out moment um but you just need to help it kind of flush out um and detox that area as well. Um yeah, and and you know, sometimes people get adjusted and like their pain just totally goes away. Sometimes our bodies want to kind of help go back and be like, no, 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 I like it. I like it all tight and compact and, you know, it's locked up. And so it'll try to bring it back there. And so sometimes it takes a couple of adjustments for your body to kind of realize that the movement that we restore is what's supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, you know, you can't be sore after a few adjustments, but like your chiropractor, lots of water, um, Epsom salt baths are really great to just help your body, help with that detox and, and kind of chill everything out. exactly
1: exactly and using an ice pack or a heat pack depending on which uh, which mode makes it feel better um all these different things and it's not that it requires for the most part i mean in all the times that i've ever worked with chiropractors and my kids have um they generally don't need very much and very few times they're like oh yeah depending on what the adjustment is they can feel that and it is treated by water and rest and like you said the epsom salt bath um with um the oh my gosh I didn't write it down, and that's a problem when I don't write things down because I'm so excited about the conversation. I want to listen to everything you're saying and not have to plan ahead for the next question. But um, with chiropractic care, um, how do people know if somebody's a good chiropractor versus a not good chiropractor? Because I've had people say, you know, comment on that before.
0: Um, I, let's see here. I, always tell people, I, you know, as a pediatric chiropractor, you know, I am very specific in what training I have and, um, I, you know, modify my adjustments to meet the kid where they're at and I have lots of different techniques I can use, um, specific for children. Um, you know, in school we get a little bit of pediatric training, but it's not our focus, of Mm -hmm. course. Um, so for me when people are like how do you how do you know someone's knows pediatric training where there's several um uh training uh modalities out there for pediatrics once the international um chiropractic pediatric association who i've been certified through um there's the international chiropractic um, association has another pediatric certified um, Mm -hmm. program and so if if you're looking for a pediatric specific um, chiropractor you want to you want to look for someone that's had additional training because um, kids aren't just little bodies their their biomechanics are different um, and we need to change how we treat them that you can't just do the same adjustment that you do on an adult on a kid. It, it's, it, it's a little different. Um, and and it really, you know, getting to like meeting the kids where they are and um, ha- knowing how much pressure to use for an infant versus a 13-year-old and, and things like that. Um, um, for other things like, you know, like medical doctors, there's lots of different specialties out there. And so really, you know, Evaluating yourself and like what your goals are with chiropractic care may help determine what type of chiropractor you're going to see and your comfort level with different modalities of adjustments. Like, do you want a um, hands-on adjustment versus um, an instrument-assisted adjustment or um uh, you know, there's other like myofascial type adjustments where we're just working on the fascia and, and stuff like that. So you really have to kind of, you know, check out who you're going to and, you know, what their training's been in. And um, yeah. And, and one of the other things is, is your chiropractor someone who's going to not have you on just like a protocol that everyone's on? for a care plan, Um, you know, like those three times a week for three weeks and two times a week for 12 weeks, like those things that everyone's on the same kind of care plan. Um, Every, every body and every person is on their own journey Mm -hmm. and needs um, care specific to their journey. Um, And so not everybody needs to be adjusted three times a week forever. Yeah. So those are my things are like really look to where what's what they're specialized in what kind of modalities they use um if that lines up with your preferences and then um having someone that'll really listen and um create a care plan for you that's specific for you
1: I love that um, because what you just said applies to any health practitioner that you're going to see. Health practitioner, right? Yeah, and I love yep. when my clients come to me and they say, "Oh, I've been working with this practitioner for 12 years, but I still have the same issues going on." And yes. that's when I say, "Well, maybe you need a different practitioner in the same field, or maybe you need a different practitioner in another field to help right. you with whatever right. it is you're going through." Um, and so everything you said applies to every to absolutely everybody, and it's important right. to know that. Just like you know, no two yoga teachers are going to be the same, like I've heard people say, "Oh, I'm never going to yoga again because I didn't like that class." And right. I'm like, but there's like tw- tw- like probably now a hundred different types of yoga styles to choose from, just like there's a hundred different types of art styles to choose from if you want to be an artist. not everybody needs to be a painter, you can be a dancer and a sculptor and a singer, yeah. and it's the same thing with your health practitioner as well. Um, the other thing that I would add that I usually tell my clients is, Work with the person who's going to get you the results you're after. Mm-hmm. So, if whatever you're like, and you did mention that, like, what are your, your goals?
0: Goal. Yeah.
1: yeah. Right. So, make sure you're achieving those goals. And that's really, really important. And inquire as to why you will maybe are not achieving those goals. And maybe it's a mix of you need the nutrition with the chiropractic care, or you maybe need whatever it is, weightlifting with chiropractic care. Those two often go, you know, really well together as well. Right. Um, using the right technique at the right time is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love this about my chiropractor because, you know, for, I mean, he only, for the first time ever, I said to him, go ahead and you can adjust my neck. And he was like, thank God, Nikki. He's like, because the other techniques he was using for my neck still got me results, but they took longer versus Mm -hmm. just simply doing the adjustment, but I wasn't comfortable with it. And he was fine with that. So for, and he had all this additional training, like he would use, um, Active release technique on my neck, which is awesome. It doesn't require any adjustment, and so I love the fact that he was always getting training as well as something that I think is really important, um, Mm -hmm. because science in any field is always evolving, um, Mm -hmm. which is great. And that using the right technique at the right time that you're comfortable with is really good. So my kids, I teach my kids this. This. I teach this to my kids and they, I love hearing them communicate with our chiropractors because they'll be like, oh yeah, I don't want that, but could you use this instead? And so they're not just like handing their body over. They're actually part of the treatment process and the decision. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, And that's how it goes in my room a lot. You know, sometimes we adjust babies laying on a pillow on the table. Sometimes those babies are nursing. Sometimes those babies are, you know, we're mom's dancing in the room swaying and I'm swaying along with them and sometimes you know with with older kids I see a lot of kids um on the spectrum and um sometimes you know I have to meet them where they're at with low lights and we're sitting behind the chair on the floor in the corner and we just work together that way I adjusted a kid yesterday under my table because that's where he was most comfortable and I'm I'm not gonna force him to lay lay down flat on my table so I can do my job you know uh, my job is to meet them where they're at and give them the care that their body needs um, and and they they help dictate what that care is and and all the kids that come in know that, they can tell me and they're like Dr. Brandy I don't want that today I'm like that's cool can we try this or this or not you know it's um you know having that body autonomy is really important too and being able to um teach kids that they're part of their own health journey is really important and and it's really cool to have kids come in and they're like Dr. Brandy I fell on my butt and I can't poop and I'm like all right let's fix that (laughs) you know so it's it's really, really cool to, to be a part of that.
1: I love that. I love that. And we need uh, more people understanding, like, to listen to this podcast and understand how incredibly potent, you know, chiropractic care is. Um, I know that, you know, you're a pediatric chiropractor, uh, chiropractor, and but for moms as well, what's really important to know is that um, use a chiropractor before you get pregnant while you're pregnant, because they do, they have amazing pillows that go underneath your belly and they can drop the middle of the table down so that your belly fits in. And I mean, I loved going for a chiropractic care while I was pregnant because then I didn't have to live with the back pain. And then, you know, if you have sciatic pain and, you know, things like that, but your the body
0: changes while you're pregnant and your biomechanics change, you got more Relaxing hormones, so your joints are all getting all loosey goosey, and uh, chiropractor is just going to help make sure all of that's moving like it's supposed to, aligned like it is, and and hopefully help birth be easy and easier and uh, comfortable and as as much as it can be,
1: you know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I like that you are like, birth birth be easy, easier. I mean, <laughs> yeah, hard work. No matter how it happens, it's hard work. So. Yeah. But being yeah. aligned, right? Because one of the things that uh, when I was birthing, I loved it that on in my second birth, I had an orgasm. In my um, first, or, or actually all three births, I felt this um, hucking sensation, like somebody was trying to huck up, my uterus was trying to huck a football out of me. <laughs> and when I explained that to people, not everybody's got to feel that. And I really attribute the fact that I got to feel so many incredible things while I was birthing because my body was in alignment and I wasn't dealing with all this other pain that's happening. And so going into birth with your body fully aligned, I was so relaxed and my body was just like, I could feel it doing these incredible things on their own. And I know that your body is designed to birth a baby because I, when I being completely relaxed, I got to feel my uterus try and shove the baby out of me without me even having to push like it was the yeah. very coolest thing yeah um, but if your body doesn't have that communication and signaling happening then the brain can't tell the uterus what to do and the uterus can't tell the brain what it needs and yeah. so yeah which is really important the other piece is after you give birth for a lot of women who have trouble breastfeeding it can literally be that they need a chiropractic adjustment
0: yeah yeah. yeah, I mean if if baby is having trouble nursing on one side versus the other, you know, how how that baby was born either through the birth canal or through a C-section, you know, that's a lot of pressure and forces on a baby's head and neck and um sometimes, you know, them in different nursing positions um, is uncomfortable for them, and so that's one thing that we, you know, when our moms come in, you know, have babies, we're like, "You come in as soon as you can if you're having any trouble nursing, because mm-hmm. we can correct that subluxation and hopefully get a baby on a a better, um, easier nursing um, journey." And you know, I contribute chiropractic care with my pregnancies. You know, being able to work as a chiropractor carry twins twice and have healthy, you know, vaginal births with, you know, my twins. And each set of twins, I had a breech baby. And that's just how my my body has babies. And that's how my babies are born, is my first baby always comes out booty first. And, you know, and, um, you know, I had to, I, I struggled to find the right care team that would support my body. and how I was having my kids and um, you know chiropractic care kept my my pelvis aligned and my ligaments nice and loose and um, allowed my body to move like it was supposed to in labor to be able to to birth those babies that um, a lot of people would automatically go for a c-section and you know I was able to carry my my twins further along and they did not need to go to the NICU and, um, and, you know, being a twin mom, I'm in that community and so many babies are born early and go to the NICU and it's, it's, it's a hard start for them um, and I didn't have that experience um, and I think a lot of it has to do with having a healthy pregnancy with what I put into my body, how I moved my body and chiropractic care.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. And my midwife who's birthed, I think she's birthed over 10,000 babies now in her 40, 50 year career. And, you know, she said the same thing as well. She sees it all the time when women nutrify themselves, when they are getting the proper treatment for their body before, during, and after she says, she just, she was, she witnesses those births. She's there every single time. And yeah. she sees it, um, you know, day in and day out. And I mean, I wish she'd write a book because she could probably, or do some data collection on all those births, but it would really be, you know, incredible to see the studies that come from that, from women who do receive, um, which I'm sure there probably are studies, but to see that, that women who are neutrifying themselves well with that chiropractic care and alignment, like what that can mean from them. And our my chiropractor, he specializes in uh, postnatal care as well for women. And he has women who cannot breastfeed, their milk will not come in yeah. At all, and he does an adjustment on them, and on his table, the milk will just like saturate their shirts when yeah. the milk hasn't come in for like days and days and days and weeks, and he's able to restore that function, whereas yeah. the doctor's just saying, "Sorry, you know, put the kid on formula because you know you just can't bre- you just can't breastfeed
0: yeah I, right? a lot of chiropractors say you know we turn that power on." Yeah, power that made the body heals the body. And sometimes we just need to flip that switch and
1: yeah,
0: power of an adjustments. It's,
1: it's amazing. Yeah. So Brandy, we're going to wrap this up. And, um, but I would love to know, well, you're in Kansas, first of all. So everybody who's listening to this, please know that Brandy is in Kansas at the, is it a line?
0: a line. Cl-
1: yep. Yep. A line clinic, a line center. It's a line, a,
0: a line chiropractic for the whole family. Amazing.
1: Yeah. And you have a whole team of practitioners there.
0: Yeah. um, There's two other chiropractors here. Um, and they, uh, work with adults. Um, I'm the only one that specializes in kids. Uh, one of our other doctors will see some kids as well. We, we treat the whole family here, but I have chosen to really focus mine for pediatric care. So.
1: Amazing. And that's at myalign.com. Correct. Right, where yep. people can reach you. And then for anybody else who's anywhere in the world, because I know we have global listeners here for this podcast, but one way to get a really good chiropractor is to ask around. Ask your friends who've had really good experiences with a chiropractor and just get a referral from them. You yep. can also get a referral, hopefully, from a doctor if you know one. Uh, don't let a doctor discourage you from seeing a chiropractor as well, because I've heard of doctors doing that, like, oh, don't do that. You don't need that. That won't help with your condition. Whereas, be open to it and just go try. Because if you've been suffering for with anything for a long period of time, um, getting your your spine aligned, your body aligned, your entire system aligned is gets you one step closer to um, getting results. If not, it's the result. It'll be what gets you the result that you want. Um, And what else would you like parents to know, families to know about chiropractic care? This is your chance to, you know, if you had one wish, what would it be? Oh, man.
0: um, It's, you know, it's so fulfilling to be um, part of these families' team. And I, you know, being able to follow these families from preconception through their prenatal period, um, through birth and watch these kids be born and grow up. And, um, you know, now I'm seeing some of the kids that I started practicing, like going to high school and driving a car. And it's just, I mean, it's incredible to see um, their journeys and and know that they're on a path of, of wellness and health and, um, and just some of the changes are so profound in some of these kids and they you know parents have not been listened to by other practitioners and it just breaks my heart but then they come here and you know being able to offer hope that there is something that we can do and help them guide them to find the right practitioner um is just really incredible and i'm i'm so fortunate that um I, I get to do this this work, and I, I tell people I go to work and I get to play every day. And yeah. you know, I get I get stickers too and high fives, and we dance and we we have a good time here because, um, you know that happy sensory information is really good for your brain too. So, um, it's just a really incredible, um, thing that I get to be a part of, and and I love it. So
1: <laughs> that's amazing. I love, love, love that. So we'll have Brandy's contact information in the show notes so that you can refer back to her website if you are in the Kansas area. And then we'll be putting some links um, to other practitioners as well, just for other areas that where we've heard of really good chiropractors. So, um, And ask around everybody. You got to go out and get this treatment if you've never had it before. And maybe just book another appointment now with your doctor, your chiropractor, so that you can go and just get health happening for you. Um, It's the most important thing we can do for our body because health truly is wealth and happiness. So thanks Brandy for being on our show. It has been such a pleasure. Thanks for sharing your expertise and knowledge with us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bye everyone. So I hope you enjoyed that show. It has been a pleasure having you here on this podcast, um, listening to Dr. Brandy Benson. If you have any questions, reach out to her, reach out to myself. I have loved having you here. And if there's any guests out there that you'd love to have um, that you'd love for me to interview on this show, please email us at info at richerhealth.ca or nicolette at richerhealth.ca and we'd love to reach out to them and get them on our show as well. So thanks for sharing everything that we do here. Thanks for um, really living a good, solid Life that is full of evidence based science and not all the gobbledygook that, you know, really is flooding our internet in this crazy COVID times. So, you know, do your research, implement, learn from what you're doing, and as always, share the information with others. Thanks for being here, everyone. Bye for now.